A from Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello, everybody. Welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I'm Logan Howard. I am back. It has been a while. Uh, seeing as we've had all of these um, little clips that we've been putting together because... <laughs> Let's just be honest, episode 100 was a little bit more of a bear than we thought it would be. It tried to cut us out halfway through. Maybe you've noticed it as you've watched the YouTube video or you've watched the other video. Um, I listened to it. Brendan did a great job fixing it and putting it together. Um, but it was a mess for quite a while. There was there was some, some uh, scary moments that we thought we'd have to get rid of it all. But we made it. We survived. Um, so we've taken some breaks from that since that was a little stressful. Um, and so we're back. So Brendan, how are you doing today? What's going on in Brendan's world? Episode 100 was my own personal holocaust. Never <laughs> again. Hence <laughs> <laughs> why there have been about 30 days between recording that and this one. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, Good, thank you. I was at The Lion King a couple weeks ago, which was uh, good fun. I saw that in theater for the second time. Uh, second time was better than the first. Um, yeah, and uh, just today, my baby brother became a soldier boy, joined the Irish Defense Forces. So that's uh, very, very exciting. So he registered today, and we're sending him on a bon voyage this day next week. So, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do it myself with <laughs> them gone. Yeah. And everything's with you. Well, um, currently I am glad I am not in Ohio. Ohio decided to be really dumb and pass some mm. laws about, you know, murdering babies and mm -hmm. marijuana. So, I'm glad I'm in New York, which is really dumb to say because New York should be more, uh, more mm. leftist than Ohio. But apparently, Ohio, you have made some horrible decisions. So, um, I did my part. I voted correctly. Whether they got my mail vote or not, I don't know. I can't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so good for you, Ohio. <laughs> but anyway, um, we of course have a new sweatshirt t-shirt um, episode representing episode 100. It is in our store, which is in the link in the description. So if you'd like to find that and buy it and wear it. We would love that. That'd be super great. Um, all of the From Dublin to Cleveland items are on there, so you guys can make your choice. Pick one of those if you'd like to represent us. Um, it's very subtle, so it's not like uh, it's pretty bold or anything that's in people's faces, um, but it does help people maybe ask questions about the podcast, which on that topic as well, we have had a ton of people listening to us. Now, I'm not sure how the Zencaster algorithm works, but apparently there's a little town in Bozeman, Oregon, that has had like 700 people listening to us. Now, if that's just one person, that's perfectly fine. But if there's actually 700 people listening to us in the past like week, that is super cool and super awesome. So the the uh, the charts have just gone off. Apparently, we've had like a thousand listens in like the last thirty days, and I don't know why it's going on. I don't know if it's like some sort of weird thing or if there's actually a ton of people listening. I really hope it's a lot of people listening. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you listening. So we appreciate it. We got somebody from Australia listening the other day, which was super cool. We've got people from India listening. We've got people from South America. We've got people from Japan and China and Ireland and England and boo, England. Um, <laughs> I just about to spit on screen. I said, I'll wait to see if he reacts. <laughs> and no offense Canada. to you, English listener. You're great. <laughs> and Canada as well. So we're so thankful for you guys for listening. Continue to listen to us. Um, we will continue to do this as long as people enjoy it. So that's really exciting that we're getting so many followers and so many views. Um, we're really appreciated for that. So with that being said, what are, we, what are we doing today? We are going to be taking giving Brendan a temperament test. <laughs> so you guys at home um, could play along as well. Uh, I will try to put a link in the description of where you can find this test so you guys can take it as well because we'd love to hear what type of person you are. So this is temperaments. Um, so we just got back. Uh, I just 
you know, we just finished a retreat here, um, which brought in all the camps from around uh, the United States um, who are like Baptist camps um, or believe in, you know, serving God and such. So all of those camps There's came. No to other our- denomination believes, by the way. No other. The only people it's making uniquely it Baptist doctrine. It's a bap- It's it's number one point in the Baptist. Only the Baptists make it. Um, yeah, no, that's not true. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a Baptist camp uh, convention, and the guy speaking spoke on temperaments, and so he gave four different colors of temperaments: um, green, red, yellow, and blue. Um, and each one has different abilities or different um, things that. Uh, are cool about them. So for instance, if you meet a yellow person to, to meet a yellow person would basically, they have a really loud laugh. They're very friendly. Um, but they're also sort of forgetful. Um, then you have green people who are very, um, who are very people pleasers. They enjoy, um, keeping peace and bringing people together. Um, and they're also really deep thinkers when you give them time to think, when you don't give them time to think, they panic a little bit. Um, and then you have the blue people who are very details and they're very, um, focused on doing details and get the details done and let's do the details. And then of course you have red people who are very, um, very leadership and, um, have a vision and a plan and idea and they're, they're really good leaders, but at times they can sometimes be difficult if they're not leaders because they, they hit against the people who are leaders. So that is the colors. And so now I'm going to ask Brendan a series, I'm going to give Brendan a series of phrases or words, and he's going to have to pick one of four. um, And I will keep track of his scores and we'll see where he ends up. So this will be hard because I see in myself the worst aspects of every color you just mentioned. (laughs) That's what he said was a blue. The blues don't know what they are. They just end up in the blue category because they don't know what they are. So, uh, so here are your four first ones. So, Brennan, you have to pick one of these that you feel most fits you. Oh, um, so, uh, first of all, takes chances. Second, likes to lead. Loyal or has high ideals. Which Ugh. one do you feel fits you the best? Oh, my goodness. There's a time when I said loyal, but not anymore now. <laughs> Blind allegiance is just inconvenient. Um, <laughs> what were the other three? <laughs> do you do you like to lead? Do you like to take chances, or do you have really high ideals? Ugh, all of them. <laughs> um, I suppose I do have high ideals, but I don't really expect other people to meet them. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. You know what? I'm going to say take chances. Because, you know, I, I do like to lead, but at the end of the day, I would say in most ways, and in, in most blah, 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 what am I trying to say? I don't know. Take chances. I do things unconventional ways. I do things that people uh, don't like or would try to discourage me from. They say, you you can't do this. I say, watch me. I'm going to go take chances. Okay. All right. Next group. <laughs> Um, which one of these best fits you? Rational, fun-loving, daring, or balanced? (laughs) Oh, let's see. There's a certain amount of fun I can tolerate in my life, but I don't think anyone would describe me as fun-loving. Balanced (laughs) depends on the day of the week. Um, you know, I could have a pretty balanced mood next thing I get a text message I don't like and I go, what the? What are the other two? Rational and? Rational and daring. Daring. Oof. I do take risks, so daring's part of it, but I like to filter everything through wisdom and weigh the pros and cons first. I do spend a lot of time in my head, so I'll go rational. Okay. Now, I have done the unpardonable sin of forgetting to put music on in the background. So I'm going to press this button, and then I will uh, continue on. So Okay, uh, just don't screw up the audio like you did in episode 100. <laughs> yeah, I'll try not to. Um, all right, number three. Which one of these best fits you, Brendan? Non-demanding, 
cool slash calm, imaginative, or single-minded. Okay, go through those one by one. I'll cross my process elimination. All right. First of all, non-demanding. I'm very demanding. Okay. Cool and calm. Not always. Imaginative. I'm very easygoing, but not always. Yeah. Imaginative. Okay. And single-minded. Oof. No, my mind is always on multiple things at once. Imaginative. Imaginative. Okay. And if you want All to right. find a hat, people, buy my boots. Shameless plug, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, next one. Are you productive, okay. understanding, detailed, or likes variety? Oh my goodness. All of them at once, I suppose. <laughs> um... I can be incredibly understanding. Someone said that to me recently, but I don't understand why people choose to be moronic. Um, like people I spoke to about 90 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> who are these people? Hogan knows. Um, no listeners, by the way. Who are the other three? <laughs> so, so understanding? Not always, no. Productive. Okay. Um, detailed or less hmm. variety? Mm. Detailed the most. Because Detailed productive, I like so much variety that it slows down my productivity. Gotcha. Okay. Alright, next group. We have unflustered, reserved, a motivator, or authoritative. I was going to say yes to the second one, which was? Reserved. Okay, and they said authoritative. <laughs> <laughs> I do like throwing around my authority. Flashback, flashback, everybody, to when Brendan was asked, how would you be a dictator? And he had quite an answer of being authoritative. He did, he did. <laughs> um, oh, golly. I do like to be authoritative, but at the same time, there are times I'm like... Getting my own way would actually mean nothing to me in this situation. So, uh, you know, there, there are times that you can get your own way, but why do you want it that badly, you know? Uh, I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> I hope forgetful isn't an adjective to throw away because I'm forgetting every single one of these. What was the second one you mentioned? Reserved. <laughs> Am I always reserved, though? Not always. I can be. I'd say reserved for the most part. Okay. Like, I could be having, like, a very, very deep conversation with someone I care for very, very much. But I might give, like, not even an ounce of emotion. I might just kind of sit there like, oh, okay. Hmm. I don't think everything requires an emotional investment. So, yeah, go reserved. Okay. All right. Next, we have logical, enjoys yeah. new things, a decision maker, or a mediator. <laughs> the way you just shouted like decision maker, it felt like you wanted me to pick that one. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not moving the jury here. It could help because I'm struggling to make decisions myself. Well, I think that crosses it. Third one. Um, ooh. Okay, decision maker, mediator. Uh, decision decision maker, mediator enjoys new things. Yeah. More logical. Oof. My days of playing mediator are so done. I don't encourage people to cozy up to those addicted to being nonsensical. I'd say logical. Okay. And logical. when I hear something illogical, I will I'll tell people why they're wrong and I'll just sit back and watch them look up their lives. We'll go logical. <laughs> Alright. Next group, we have uh, energetic. We have opinionated, we have avoids conflict, or we have predictable. Oh, definitely not predictable. Anyone who thinks that I'm predictable, I intentionally go ahead of my weight. <laughs> throw a curveball. Um, throw a spanner in the works. 
You said one that I really, really liked. Opinionated? Yes, the one. That's the one? That's the one. Yeah, I can I can confirm. I have opinions on everything. Can confirm. Alright. No matter how little I know about it. Next group, we have cultured. Okay. We have expressive. A leader or nurturing. Oof. There's a certain amount of nurturing that I premise, and then there's a certain amount from like grow a pair. Come on. <laughs> Life's too short for this crack. Um, well, the first one? Uh, the first one was Cultured. Cultured, okay. Cultured and... I like Cultured and Leader. Um, I like Leader, but I'll be honest, in the circles in which I serve as a leader, I tend to have a small band of followers. And I just harken back to a church event I was at once where someone said if you're a leader, and a lot of people aren't following you. You're just taking a walk. So, uh, <laughs> succumbing to the pressure that those pastors throughout one after the other thing, seven of them said it in a row. I'll go cultures. Cultured. Yeah. Like, I, I don't go to the cinema, but I go to the theater. I wouldn't necessarily watch, you know, like, the Northern Lights on YouTube, but I would go to, like, a light show in a town in my county so yeah big, big in culture especially local and native culture yeah irish right. native culture next one enjoys routine practical mm. forgiving or adventurous 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 for sure yeah hands down all right all right next group then we have Goal-driven, okay. patient, exact, Ooh. or likes gatherings. <laughs> um, okay. What the first one? Uh, the first one was goal-driven. Goal-driven and exact. Oh, golly. I like both of those. Um, in my personal life, very exact, very specific, very dot every I, cross every T. Um, the more I've grown with Jesus, the more I've developed a grace for others when they're less than exact. But goal-driven, all the time, all the way. Goal-driven, got it. All right, um, next group, we have dislikes change, doesn't like change, yeah. somebody who's tidy, a promoter or competitive? Oh golly. I should probably be more of a promoter or more of a self-promoter at least, but I'm not. Competitive? I can be incredibly competitive, and then there are times when I just think, well, what, what am I going to gain from winning this? Um, and the other two? Tidy and doesn't like change. I don't like bad changes, or stupid, illogical changes. Um... I don't know, do I like any change? <laughs> um... I do like tidiness as well, but there's a certain amount... I have a certain patience for a certain amount of untidiness for a while. Um... Oh, golly. Ugh. I'll, I'll go tidy. It might be a weak one, but I'll go tidy. Tidy. Sometimes I spend just, you know, hours and hours reorganizing, like, you know, photographs and different trips I've been on and folders and wallets for different writing ideas. So I'll, I'll go tidy. Gotcha. All right. Next group, we have someone who's persistent. Okay. Are you playful? Are you independent? Or are you tolerant? I think tolerance is a poor excuse for what actually the Christian journey should look like. You can have absolute compassion for people, but uh, we, we, we live in days when tolerance <laughs> gets perverted by the worst kinds of people into um, compliance and active participation. So uh, I would not describe myself that at all. Um, give me the first three. Independent, 
yeah, grateful yeah, yeah. Independence. or persistent? I can be very persistent, but when I need to be persistent, I have to do it independently. Usually without fanfare, without a lot of support, without popular adulation and being cheered on. Independence. Gotcha. Alright, next group. Avoids details. Enjoys challenges. Has deep relationships or is very factual? Ooh, I am incredibly factual. Um, but I might go with, I think I'd go with has deep relationships. Not always very many and not always at a given time, simultaneously. But uh, when someone is in my world, uh, and they get to uh, a certain space in my heart, yeah, I, I do love them very deeply. Okay. Alright, next group we is, are you either on time, positive, brave, or a good listener? Ooh. I'd like to be brave enough to say brave. Um, and there are times when, you know, I do just recall like people's nonsense. And then there are times when, regrettably, um, that my silence may not have been neutral. I, I did hold my tongue. Um, but I would say the fourth one, whatever that was, is the answer. Good listener? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, I can... I can sit there and, and listen to people for a very, very long time. They share their heart, or even if they think that they're having a meltdown towards me or whatever, I, I can sit there and, and let them say their piece until they actually get to the the heart of the matter, kind of expose what the actual issue is. Because often, what they think the problem is is not the problem is. But uh, yeah, I can be patient enough to give people the time to find their voice and and get to the heart of the matter. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, are you either accepting, evaluating, enthusiastic, or impulsive? Hmm. Not four words I'd really use to describe myself at all. Uh, come again? So, accepting. Okay. Someone who's evaluating, mm. someone who's enthusiastic, or someone who's impulsive. I try not to be impulsive. It's put me in situations before I would rather never have been in. Um, evaluating. No, you, you, usually I give all my thoughts before doing something, not really retroactively. Um, I'd say accepting. Meeting people where they're at. Um, someone said that to me recently. I was leading a Bible study and... Someone kept churning out things that were theologically unfounded. But afterwards, one of the people at the Bible study said, Wow, you have this beautiful way of dealing with baby Christians when they come out with theological, anti-doctrinal, reject the blood and cross of Jesus nonsense. <laughs> and they're just like, you make them feel so validated. You just have this beautiful way of, of telling them the truth. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go accepting. Okay. Yeah. We're on a journey. I, I see that. I see that. Um, all right. Next we have, are you a doer? Are you mm. easygoing? Do you like order? Or are you open and friendly? Ooh, I would say a mega yes to the first three. Um, some people would say being a doer and being easygoing would, are in, like, contrast. I don't think they are. I think they can be two sides of the same coin. Um, especially when you're so focused on doing what you're doing um, that you don't have time to get stressed or worked up about things that don't matter, hence the easygoing. So is doer easygoing? Uh, likes order. Likes order. I do like order as well. Um, oof. Ah, dang it. Who came up with this quiz? Uh... It's gas because I would probably describe myself as easygoing most often. Um, I really, really like order and I don't like disorder, especially when the disorder was incredibly unnecessary and had been prevented. 
Um, but I've been described by others as a go-getter. Um, ugh, I'll go doer. But the other two are very definitely contenders. Okay. Alright, next group. We have Are You Steady? Are You Cautious? Are You a Talker? Or Are You an Achiever? Ooh. I probably go steady. Um, I know some people would say, huh, Brendan can talk for Ireland. Others would probably say that they don't know what the sign of my voice is because I don't see the need into speaking into every situation. There are times when you learn a heck of a lot more just by listening. Um, I do like achieving my goals, I do. But overall, I suppose I'd filter the other attributes through steadiness. Where I think some people are talkers because they need to hear the sound of their own voice. They need to know that they had had their input, that they had been heard and validated and whatever else. I'm not like that. Um, and I do love achieving things. But in my lane, in my life... The achievements haven't come freely, lightly, or briskly. They've required perseverance. I think that really comes from a steady heart. So I'm going to go uh, a steady Eddie. All right. That leads us to the last question, oh, which is, is are you fact-based? Animated. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fact. <laughs> like, camera Ed's 10 pounds. Fact with a C. <laughs> fact-based. Are you animated? A visionary or willing? Oh, golly. Um, I'm very fact-based on a lot of things. Um, especially theologically. I would say in other areas, and grammatically, because I'm a grammar teacher. Um, but I would say in other areas, I like having the knowledge, but don't necessarily retain all of it. Um, I kind of just think, okay, well, we'll actually... How much... How little can I get away with knowing to hold a conversation? Um, should such a thing come up again? If it's not about theology or, or whatever. Uh, so let's throw fact-based to the side for the moment. The other, the next one was... Animated? Um, there are times I can be, and then there are times I just think... What the point? Uh, the next one? Uh, a visionary. Okay. As well as I do have a seer gift, so that's probably a synonym. And the fourth one? And willing. Willing. I can be very willing not to do things. <laughs> uh, I'll go visionary. Okay. I, I tend to spend large chunks of my day in the future. Alright, so everybody wants to know what the results are. Drumroll. Um, surprisingly, usually most people go over eight in one in one certain category. That was okay. not Brendan's case. Brendan's highest total was six, and it was a tie for two groups. Okay. Two groups tied are blue and red. But he had four green and two yellow, which means he is one of the more balanced people that I've ever seen take this quiz. Uh, the most balanced person, of course, is your one and only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> Lord and Savior, Logan Harris. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I had absolutely no yellow. So, if you're a yellow out there, and you know who you are, you know, I need more yellow in my life, so come over this way. And that's interesting, because before we started, Logan had actually said, I think you're going to be a blue and red. And then you tried to tell me what they meant, and I was like, don't tell me because I don't want to base yeah. my answers on what you say. And then you turn on the recording and you began saying what other colors meant anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, wow, okay, very good. All right, so let's now learn what is Brendan's strengths and what are his weaknesses. Less. So, his strengths. Uh, and very... start deafening yourself, we meant the W word. He's very decisive. Uh, he he works well under pressure. Always. He's production-oriented. 
Mm-hmm. And a great and capitalist leader. Capitalist can't help it. And a great leader. Ah, cheers. Not everyone would agree. His blue qualities bring him attention to detail. He's good with numbers. Not, not true. That one he doesn't. The book and I'm in the Bible. Bible verses. <laughs> that that blue part he 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 lacks. Um, yeah, yeah, not not mathematically though. Great at processes and systems. He's a self-starter and takes initiative. That is very true. Yeah, wow, that's good. Um, so the things that his green element that brings in there as well, because green is pretty up there. He that makes him adaptable, good under pressure, a good listener, and kind. Oh. Um, so sweet. then, of course, the weaknesses of being a red, it means you're too opinionated, um, a workaholic, overly insensitive, and, uh, <laughs> overly insensitive, insensitive, and very intense. <laughs> I, I know I am a bit much for people, and other people would say that I'm stone cold, so yeah, I do kind of fluctuate between those extremes, I can admit that. Uh, his weaknesses, he lacks spontaneity, can, I don't think that's true. Uh, struggles under pressure, also don't think that's true. Hard to please, you betcha. I and don't remember the last time I was pleased. <laughs> <laughs> and can't function without structure, I don't think that's true. I think he can function well without it, but... Yeah, I, I, I like it. I would say that there's a structure and there's stricture. And... I like structure. I think structure is absolutely redundant. Yes. Um, but uh, I think being the being adaptable can help me navigate those situations. Yes. But there so, was a time when they absolutely would have thrown a spanner in the works. Brendan is not dominant either uh, in red or blue, but he's red blue. Um, I am a blue green, which makes us our connection pretty good. If if he was a full yellow. Uh, the blues hate full yellows because the full yellows just forget things. They're often late. They don't show up on time. They're they talk too much. People. They're just they're they're not focused. Um, now they bring the fun part, which is good. We need people who bring fun, um, but they can be difficult. Uh, the opposite to red, of course, is green, which can sometimes the greens and reds go at each other because the greens are very quiet and think that the reds are too brash. And the Reds think the Greens don't talk enough and don't say what they want and are too easygoing and people-pleasing. Um, but impressively, Brendan has a good balance of everything. So that is quite uh, quite an, a, uh, another feather in your cap, I'd say. You know what? Did the Apostle Paul not say that he was all people to all people? Indeed. You know, Indeed. there are people who, because uh, there was a time I absolutely would have fallen into one category wholeheartedly and not, probably none of the others. Um, <laughs> probably the overly insensitive one, whatever that was. <laughs> um, whereas, you know what, the different people that you meet, you are going to have to adapt to each individual on a, on a person-to-person basis, like, uh... There are some people that I know who have been in the Lord for years and years and years. And if you know what, if they get something deeply, erroneously wrong, I might just have to call them and say, all right, listen, pop yourself on. Um, you know, that's dangerous to your salvation. Um, and then there are people, you know, who are, you know, younger in the Lord and they require a certain, um, delicacy um and then you'll, you'll have people that you meet and you just want to take care of them and look after them and get them to 100 percent and then there are people in my world who i know have been through wretched times but actually what they need is some time with people some time with jesus and sometimes stand their own two feet and while it might look a bit cruel sometimes to release them to their own lane um, I know that can be more injurious to overly mollycoddle them. So that sense of being adaptable and flexible to each person, every situation, is necessary. And listen guys, if people say that you're two-faced, what I say to them is, you have no idea how many faces I have. There are 8 billion people in this world, I've got a face for all. <laughs> because I have to. Because that's the job. 
And, and here I was going to say something like, well, he's talked about Paul was pe uh, all people or every person to all people. And I was going to say, Paul also says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And I was going to say, oh, that, that fits really well. And then he just goes, you don't know how many faces I have. <laughs> you know what? Did not the Lord Jesus also show a different face to like everyone he matched on a person-to-person basis because he knew their hearts? You know? All right, Mr. Red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's get into our Bible time today. So we are going to be in the book of John. We are going to be in chapter 14. Um, and this is going to be verses 25. Uh I guess until 26 or 25 and 26, it looks like, um, unless I, yeah, 25 to 26, quote it. All right. So <laughs> these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance, all things that I said to you. So this is Jesus's wrapping up his uh, his talk with his disciples. He's in the upper room. He's explaining to them, um, you know, how he wants them to live and what they want them to look like, and encouraging them before he, of course, goes to the cross for us. Um, Brendan, what do you get from these two verses or throughout this passage that uh, can encourage our listeners today? Sure. Um, you know, guys. I know in that verse, it was like a future thing. The Holy Spirit will do this. He will be sent. You will have him. Holy Spirit was not on the earth in the same way he is today when Jesus said that. Today, if you come to a salvation knowledge of the Lord, it's because Holy Spirit's revealed it to you because your heart was ready and he enters in. He lives within you on the basis of salvation alone. Um... So it's a case where, you know what, he will teach you mysterious things. He'll teach you God's secrets. He'll bring the word of God to your mind just when you need it. And uh, there are times when, you know what, you might be sitting in a room listening to a conversation thinking, oh my goodness, this is vile. What I do is I say, Holy Spirit, I am just a vessel. My tongue is a vessel. It belongs to you speak into the situation. Um, so I'd say there was one day when I was at work and whatever the conversation was, it was anti-Jesus anyway, as in the staff room. And just like that, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you, you, you speak. My body is yours. You made it, you use it. And oh my goodness, I did not know where the courage and the bravery and the rashness came from. But all of a sudden, I was spitting Bible verses at them. <laughs> and you know what? They had to shut their mouths pretty quickly. They realized they didn't have a leg to stand on, and they weren't getting away with trashing my Jesus when I was at the desk. Um, Or then there are other times when he'll speak to you spontaneously in a situation you're in. I remember being... He actually here in my bedroom, just like a meter back there, um, a number of years ago, I had submitted my final essay for university, my dissertation, in the post. Um, and, or other countries might say, in the mail. And um, all of a sudden, I just heard a knock-knock on my front door, and I heard something coming through the letterbox. Well, all of a sudden. All I heard was a voice say, <laughs> Be still and know that I am God. Well, I just said to myself, Oh my goodness, what's about to happen? So I went to the door. Uh, the postman had come and gone. But my dissertation was back in my letterbox. And I was thinking, You're supposed to be at university several counties away. <laughs> I wrote the university's address on the letterbox. I got the stamp. Why has it been sent back to my address? It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, <laughs> there was no continuous like assessment. This was like 100% of my grade, all or nothing. 
And I was like, why is this happening? But I took a breath and I said, I will be still. I know you were God. So I picked it up and I tried to call university to say, hey, listen, I don't know what's going on, but this was supposed to arrive in your post box today, but it has arrived in mine. And you know what, friends? They didn't answer the phone. So I called again. And they did not answer the phone. So I tried calling every single person who worked for the English department in that university, and not one of them answered the phone. And at this stage, you know what? I was going to get to that point where you start pulling the hair out of your head. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'll be still. I know you were God. And after an hour, an hour and a half, whatever it was, I finally got through to them. And I just said, hey, listen, <laughs> I don't know what's happened. <laughs> I wrote your address. I got the stamp. I put it in the post office and it's arrived back at my doorstep. And they're like, that's okay. We'll give you an extra couple days. You're grand. Yeah. Um, or there's another time just during COVID. It was pretty early on in the lockdown. I think I can say that word without getting the episode taken off all social media. And um, we had blistering hot sunshine for like nine weeks in a row. And as I was um, leaving my state one day, just after teaching online, I was going to get some ice cream. And I was going to take a shortcut to uh, our super- my local supermarket. And God just told me, nope, go for a good long walk around the river and the road. There's a river outside my state. And I was like, God, why would I do that? I might meet somebody. And my dinner will be ready in about five minutes. I have time to get to the supermarket and back before my dinner is ready. And I just felt Holy Spirit say, exactly, because you will meet someone. So I said, are you messing? And so I went for a walk around the river and the road. And all of a sudden, met someone that I, I knew his name, but I didn't know him particularly well. And, you know, he was cutting down trees. And I was like, oh, wow, gosh, you've made the estate a lot brighter. Good for you. But he was like a real tree hugger and was like, you know, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm killing plants. And I was thinking, I don't have time for this crack. But we began having a conversation anyhow. And I was like, wow, God, that was actually very cool. Gosh. Oh, happy days. Nice one. So I went, got the ice cream. I was on the way back. And I was going to take the shortcut. And God said, no, you won't. Go for a walk along the river and the road. And I said, but God, if I do that, I might meet someone. And he said, mm-hmm. And I said, but God, my dinner will soon be ready. And my ice cream will melt under this heat. And he said, that's okay. Just talk to every meat. So continued on the walk, saw the same guy again, and I was thinking, is this one of those things where we've already said goodbye, he's just kind of ignore him or just fob him off with a little hand wave? But you know what? We started having another conversation. It went on for 30 to 45 minutes. And I was just thinking, okay, God, there's something happening here because he's really, really cool. He's really, really interesting. Um, but I don't know what it is, what the point of that was. Well, I got... The answer there eight days ago when he finally came to church for the first time. And then a young adult's life group, or young adults meeting around afterwards and a life group at the weekend. And it's a case where God's been doing such an amazing, deep, deep healing work in him, restoring him, refining him, teaching him more and more about the love of Jesus and what it means to be a son of God. And you know what? I don't take Eckler responsibility. But I went to buy ice cream and just had a chat with them along a river and a road. So God can do anything, friends. Um, be, be in the word and you'll learn his voice. And as you learn his voice, you'll hear the still small voice speaking to you again and again and again. Hearken to the word of the Lord. Amen. All right, Roske, I'm going to ramble on there. Um, in your experience, in your life, in your journey. What have you uh, learned to take from those couple of verses? Oh, yeah. Everything you said was good and it was timely. So I think I don't, don't, don't feel bad about taking time. Um, oh, I don't feel bad. Oh, good. That was me just being polite. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Red I saw you were running out of ways to shuffle yourself and turn your head while I was monologuing. Red to a core. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so um, we we actually went over this at church a couple weeks ago. Um, it's very good and encouraging. Um, he he talked about how God brings those things back to our memory. Um, and as I was driving home um, with my friend, uh, we were talking about. Uh, one of the cool things that, that this church does is they give a bulletin which has questions in it. So it, like as you're going along, you can talk about different topics that you learned from the lesson. And so it's more of like an impact of what you learned and thinking about it. Um, so as we were going through, we were talking about it. Um, it sort of just hit me that isn't, um, it, you know, if, if you're, if, you're being brought to remember different Bible verses or different things that God said or Jesus says, you know, isn't that like a sign of your salvation? Um, and my friend was like, yeah. And I was like, is this like an original thought? Like, has someone else had this thought? Um, I'm sure there have, and I'm sure, sure it's been good, but it's not something that you like list off of like, oh, this is how you know you're saved. Um, but like if God is bringing words of the Bible that maybe you memorized when you were like six years old and you were just a little kid and he brings it back to remembrance when you have a situation or a scenario um, like Brendan had or others that you just bring back that verse um, and it just comes back to you. It's not like you just in of yourself, you're like, mm, I'm going to manifest this Bible verse. Um, let's be honest. I don't think, you know, even if you gave an atheist the whole Bible and asked him to memorize the whole Bible. I have a feeling if he was conversing with somebody, he wouldn't bring back to recall verses from the Bible um, to share with them. Like that wouldn't be his, his base MO. Um, yeah. Like that's only the Holy spirit bringing those things back to remind you of what is happening and what, what the situation fits. Um, and I've had plenty of times where that has happened. Um, so if you sitting in the audience today and you're struggling with, am I saved? Am I going to heaven one day? Um, if God has done that for you, when you've had a conversation with somebody and brought to remem remembrance, um, you know, something that Jesus said, something that, that, that is true and right, um, that is from the Bible, um, that, that very much likely could be a sign that, that the Holy Spirit is living in you and you don't need to stress or worry about whether you're saved. He lives Amen. inside of you and he is there. Um, there are so many better ways to figure out if the Holy Spirit's living inside of you with fruit and all that stuff. But if you struggle with that and you know you need something practical right now, this moment, that's a very practical piece that, that if God is bringing back Bible verses, even as I'm speaking or Brendan speaking or anybody else speaks to you and he brings back the words of God that fit exactly into whatever the situation is, that's, that's the Holy Spirit working inside of you. Um, mm. So that's really all I have to add. Um, you know, it's, I think that's just a practical thing that can help each and every one of us is, you know, if, if we're not being reminded of the scripture, that means we're not in the scripture and it means that we're not walking with him how we need to be. And maybe that's a, a thing we have to work on our hearts about where is our standing at? Um, because the the last thing any, you know, me or Brendan want is that you guys listen to the podcast for, you know, all 101 of them and you listen to them and have a great time, but you never make a decision for Christ. What was the point of us being here? Um, that's the point. Like that's the purpose is that you come to know Jesus Christ, your savior. And the cool part is, <laughs> unless you tell us, we'll never know. Um, <laughs> you know, God will reward us in heaven for it. If, if that happens, um, you know, I, I think that'd be awesome. We'd love to hear it. If that has happened in your life, please send us an email at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com, letting us know that. Um, you can also send us an email about what color you are. And so that will help us know how to deal with you. <laughs> I don't say that in a condescending way. Um, we love each and every one brings a different purpose, a different purpose to a group and to a team. So yellow, they bring fun. Red, they bring the leadership. Blue, they bring details and how to think things through. And green binds us all together. So you need people from each of those groups. If you're lacking in one of those groups, it can be sometimes difficult because you'll have opposing mindsets or opposing deals. But if you can get everybody on the same page working together, uh, that is how we were created to be. Um, unfortunately, we don't always live that out due to the world and the way it is and the sin nature that we have. Um, but every strength or every weakness that we have or every weakness that is an issue um, is just an outlier of what our strengths could be if we're put in the right situation with the right team and the right group. Um, 
So the next time we're sent uh, hate mail for being too anti-doctrinal or too sexual in our blankety blank games, <laughs> we will tailor our criticism and rebuttal to your personality color. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So we need to know how you can handle the pushback. <laughs> I joke, I joke, I joke. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. We have loved um, loved having you around. I will close us in prayer quickly, and then we will send everybody on their way. So, Jesus, I we have one you. question before you oh, pray. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Move to the rice a little bit. Yeah. Okay, 98. What's the highest number you have on walls where you are? Uh, currently on walls, we have 2019. The there's 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023 still need hung up on the walls because you could do this thing where, like, every episode you sit in front of the number of the episode. Ooh, like 101 today, we've got all like the high 90s there. Just throwing it out there. If you don't like it, yeah. just crop out the last 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that, that's good. Uh, I do want to say what these are. So, like, there, if you see, you can see like names or whatever, there's scribbling on these walls, like here. Um, those are the, I believe the red ones are people who've accepted Jesus Christ as their savior for that summer. Um, so if you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior here at camp, you get written on this board. Um, you write your name on there. And then if you made it like a decision for Christ or you made something, um, like a, like just a thing to change your life, it's in blue. So the darker ones are that, and the red ones are people who accept Christ our Savior. So they've oh, been they're the 1990s. Yes, yes. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So like okay. in 1997, that was that was the summer. So mm. yeah, so they are all around the whole the whole place here in the. 1997 was a bad year for salvations. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no one got saved that year. <laughs> what uh, were you doing, team? Anyway, let's close in prayer and then I'll send you guys on your way. So Jesus, thanks for this day. We're thankful for Amen. each and every one. Lord, we're thankful for what they bring to the table Amen. in these different uh, temperaments. Um, Lord, we know that's not biblically always, uh, you know, it isn't to be 100% biblically accurate. It's not directly from the Bible, but we also know that it helps us to interact and deal with our brothers and sisters. So pray that you'd use this tool to help us with Amen. that. Um, Lord, I pray for each and every one under our voices, Lord, that they would come to know you as their savior. If they don't, if not, that they would be encouraged from God's word today um, and reminded of the spirit that lives within them. Help them to trust him always. Help that to be in our lives as well, um, that we would serve you with everything we have, that we would show the spirit every single moment and that uh, you would live through us, that it wouldn't be Logan or Brendan that stands here, but it would be your spirit working through us. Um, I'm so thankful for 100 episodes that you helped us to achieve that and get through that. But Lord, help us as we continue on, help us to remain consistent, remain faithful to sharing your word and sharing the gospel wherever we go, whether it's on this podcast or whether it's at home, whether it's at camp, wherever we are at, help us to share the gospel. Give us a great day today in Jesus name. Amen. 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 We will see you all next time. Uh, don't know what it will be, but it's going to be fun. So stay tuned. Uh, Brandon, anything you'd like to add? <sighs> it is half past midnight <laughs> in Ireland. <laughs> Useless information is going to benefit no one's life. Just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> all right, friends. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Cheerio.